Yo! What up, my 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 friends? My my hello, my hello. I'm Alex, and <laughs> welcome to episode 184 of Millennial Movie Talk. We 184? Did I do it right? You did. You did that right. Yeah, go me. <laughs> uh, well, look, everyone. Well, at least I can do things right here. No, um, how are we all? Uh, I'm Alex, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Nice to meet you. The, sorry, I'm sorry. We have to cater to the audio listeners. But yeah, if you were, if you surely were they a, know our a, voice by now. You're a visualist. Hey, treat every episode like you got someone new, Michael. That's very true. Um, and and treat true. every episode like you got someone new who's about to stop listening in four seconds. <laughs> I I introed the show perfectly. I don't know what you mean. I'm Braden, and I'm Michael. Braden, and Michael's down there. And uh, here we are. Mellow Movie Talk, everyone's favorite movie movie show. We don't do not not really news. We just talk about what we've been watching, and if there's a bit of news, we'll talk about it. We don't do news that much, but I would like to immediately address the Superman. So Braden's breaking, Braden's breaking so rule one. I reckon. Sure. I reckon we start talking about a movie we also know. Go ahead, Braden. I tell you what, DC just just can't can't get it right. In any way, they're, they're, start, they're going to start to get it right. They're just gonna, they're just you gonna so. completely clean slate it. Just everything, everything off, off everything, everything everywhere, everywhere all at once. once. Yeah, no, everything, nothing left. It's all gone. It's all gone. We That's going to be the title of the first new DC movie. Goodbye, so, DC. Goodbye, my lover. I I was I was greeted to an incredibly sad Instagram post from Henry Cavill today. The Cavill. And then I started seeing all the news coming out. Cav man. I really feel bad Cav for man. him, man, because like they just like he just got like excited because they're like, hey, we're gonna bring you back for the end credits of Black Adam. We're gonna get you to publicly come out and share that you're back as Superman. That's a big deal. Nah. Go on. Poor gone. Henry Cavill. Gone. Someone give this yep. man a job. Don't toss any more coins to him. No. No, but do hire him for your films and TV shows because he's an excellent Look, actor. Henry Cavill is going to be okay. <laughs> he's going to be okay. A, Enola Holmes a 3 white, is going to happen. He's a white, attractive male in Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, He'll be yes. fine. He will be fine. Um, you know, I think he's going <laughs> to be okay. You're not wrong. I don't think he's struggling. But still. He's got the Enola Holmes trans uh, franchise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Enola Holmes 3. The Oscar winning. Calling it now. Um, it's going to win Oscars, is it? So I'm interested in this because so we got James Gunn and some other guy who are leading the charge now. The only one we hear reported on is James Gunn. Uh, Peter Saffron. There you go. Um, are we are we just in this new DCU that they're making? Because of course they can't have yep. just separate things be their own separate time. Um, no, no, no. But needs to be I guess we're, but we're keeping Batman and Joker. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, we, we don't know. Uh, look, look, Batman. Yes, we're good, probably going to keep the Batman because the Batman was incredible. Yeah, Joker. They've started to already film Joker too, so I feel like they're it's it's weird because they're clearly like James Gunn said, we've got our we're about to run our plan, our ten year plan, yeah, of what we want to do. 
um, to the big boss. Yeah. He goes, we've got it laid out. We know exactly what we want to do. James Gunn's already announced that one of the first films will be a Superman film exploring a young Clark Kent just getting into the Daily Planet. Yeah. And James Gunn will be writing it. Okay. So that's happening. But, um, but other than that, you know, like I'm, we still I'm, got two, I'm, we still got three movies coming so out. So much, like, so the Flash still hasn't come out. Aquaman hasn't come Aquaman out. Aquaman hasn't, hasn't come, come out. out. Oh, Shazam yeah. two hasn't come out. Michael One... Keaton has been completely removed from all of these films too. By the way, it's you know horrifying. that. You know that originally in The Flash, he was meant to be the main Batman and Ben Affleck was meant to be a cameo. Yeah. But then they reversed it and they made Ben Affleck the main Batman and Michael Keaton a cameo. Oh, my God. Oh, ben Affleck's also going to be an Aquaman. And they also scrapped Batgirl, which Michael Keaton was going to be a big part yep. of. Yep. And uh, also on the chopping block, they were uh, almost going to be pushing ahead with a, a Batman Beyond thing as well with yeah, they were. Michael Keaton. Like... And then uh, Patty Jenkins is coming out being like Wonder Woman 3. We all knew that was like, <laughs> I, but just like, what does The Rock think of this? Uh, the Rock doesn't care. He's too busy uh, lying about how his film was a success when it's lost money. You know, that's true, right? He faked, they faked numbers oh for Black God. Adam. Wait, Incredible. seriously? I have not yeah. heard that at all. They, he, he went out on social media and kept saying how much of a success Black Adam was, and it's not a success. It's barely made $400 million at the box office worldwide. I Plus, wouldn't be shocked if The Rock spent his own money to purchase ticket sales. <laughs> yeah. I don't it, think... I just... Like, so it makes me think, though, like, we've got James Gunn DC properties. Is he going to keep those? Uh, nah, I think he's pretty fair. He's like, just everything will be gone. One thing I think he needs to do, though, he needs to get off Twitter because he's very vocal on Twitter. Look, he's not saying anything bad. Yep. I just think that if you're the head of a a film department, don't, don't be posting everything online. Mm. It's almost like if you're the, if you're the head of like a large public department where like people are, uh, their opinions are going to be really big. On the decisions you're Look at making, numbers for Black you Adam. shouldn't just be uh, shitpost tweeting. Worldwide, this is, this is, this is under 400 mil. Um, Un- under 400 mil wow. worldwide. Wow. And projected budgets 200 mil, and everyone knows that you need to make double your budget back because your budget doesn't include marketing. Marketing, yeah. Yeah. God damn. So, um, yeah, Oof. it's like the common theory that you need to make double your budget to be a success. That's uh, that's rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure it's only going to get better with the Flash and Aquaman and Shazam. Hmm. What are these? <sighs> what are just... these movies like? Just think, like, what's the press circuit going to be like for, like, imagine like Zachary Levi going around trying to promote Shazam two, and just being like, put them on streaming. Don't put them in theaters. Put them on video on demand and make some money. I wouldn't be surprised if they claim them as tax write-offs. Ah, they're too big. Those ones are too big? Yeah, those ones are too big. Mm. Sorry, like, then, because they've always been intended for theatrical, where Batgirl was never intended for theatrical. So, that, Batgirl still makes me really sad. Yeah, Mm. oh, I'm gutted about it. But hey, 
who knows? Maybe in ten years, we might get a new <laughs> a new Batgirl to join along a new Batman. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Maybe but... DC will finally be able to do something with Green Lantern. I think this okay. is good. By the way, I like what James Gunn's doing. I think it's good. I'm just really sad. The only thing I will miss is Henry Cavill. Yeah. Of course. Everything else, I'm fine with starting fresh on. Yeah. I think it's just, it's just sad. If you were going to have one DC character in a new DC universe as, like, the already established superhero, mm-hmm. I feel like Superman is, like the easiest one to go with. Superman should go. Superman should, like, Henry Cavill as, like, old seasoned Superman. Like, he's been doing this since, like, the 90s. And he's... It's Discord setting everyone off. He's sick, <laughs> sick of this shit. Sorry, I'm uploading all the trailer reactions and they're just coming up with Discord messages. Oh, bless. Check out check out our YouTube for trailer reactions. There, there's going to be new ones every week. Yeah, on new Tuesday. trailer reactions. Ooh. But today's Thursday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It is Do that, man. It's Friday tomorrow. It is Friday tomorrow. God damn. Um, so yeah, I'm very interested. I'm. I, I just. Week. I look forward to uh, hearing what's going to happen next, and I'm uh, going to avoid every single comment section ever because if uh, the Snyder Cut people are anything to go off. Uh, they will not shut up about this for a long so time. So I'm like, I liked Zack Snyder's, what he did with, I'm not one of them though. Don't yeah, include me in that. You're, you're not a release the Snyder Cut. No. Uh, look, I wanted it to come out because I feel like, I I don't see it as like, oh, give me my, yes. whatever. I'm like, the man made a movie. He's an artist. I'm this why I'm also, same reason why I'm rooting for uh, the directors of Batgirl. To get their movie release. Yeah, Batwoman. That's Batwoman? Batgirl. Was it Batgirl? But Batgirl. Um, that's why I want them to get their movie release because they worked on it. People worked on mm. these films. People, you know, film is art and these people are artists and they, they made a film and it deserves to be seen. That's yep. very true. It's like if Braden painted a beautiful um, picture. If, it's like if I painted. And I just went, and I just went, no. It's, <laughs> no, you know what it's like? It's like Alex paid me a little bit for making a painting for him and that he was then going to sell to the public and I was going to get revenue off of those sales. And your name out there. And my name out yeah. there. And it was going to be a big deal. And, and then Braden I made it? the painting. I was 99% done with the painting. And then Alex said, no, we're destroying the painting because I'm claiming it on tax. Yeah. And you would be like, I really like this painting I've done. Yeah. Like, I know I, I'm still getting paid. It's so but, sad. Um, but like it's a fraction of the amount of what they would have got. Yeah. Sad stuff. So it'll be yeah, interesting so... to watch uh, what uh, they do for Superman to be the Iron Man of the DCU. Can I quickly take over the show with my boring shit? Go for it. <laughs> I This year we didn't do the summer. The summer no, um, we did not. Box thing. office. Sort of draft. Box office. We didn't do it this year. Sad times. Sad. You want to guess the top five grossing films of the summer? <coughs> top five grossing films of the summer? What uh, Black movies Panther? came out in the summer? Black Panther didn't come out. Summer's from May to... Well, they include May. Um, <laughs> May to um, gotcha. August. 
Okay. No. In that case, July. I have no clue. August. My August. Memory August. Is Look, atrocious. Um, so we had Jurassic World. We had Minions. That's number three. We Minions put... is four. Oh, I mean, uh, Top Gun. Did Thor make there. much? Did Thor make Top much? Guns, Top Gun's one. Yeah. Thor's at five. What about Nope? Nope's at seven. Okay. What's two? Elvis. Nope. Elvis is six. Oh. What is two? Elvis? Light Lightyear is eight. Super Pet. Super Pets is twelve. I'm trying. I'm it's literally really just scrolling through a list. Bloody Fantastic Beast. No, that's twenty-two. Oh, oh thank, thank God. God. Doctor Strange. Two. Doctor Strange is ah, at two. Ah, nice. So Top Gun Maverick. Made seven hundred and one million dollars. Seven hundred and one million dollars. Um, then under that is Doctor Strange for four hundred and eleven. So it's a pretty big oh, jump. There's over a two hundred million dollar jump between them. If we did that draft, whoever got number one was going to run away with it pretty much. See, oh, I think God. if you pick, I think if you get number one, you don't pick Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like beforehand, I think you would have I think you're either. Born- I think you're either going with Strange, Thor, Jurassic World if you were to go number, or That's even Lightyear. True. No, yeah. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have put Light. I would have the two Marvels and um, Jurassic. Even been. Minions, you probably would have taken. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, over uh, over Top Gun two. Top Gun two, which has been delayed the, a bunch. That can't but be good. It has. Pre- oh, here we go. It says summer summer twenty two is May sixth to September fifth. God. Um. Sorry. Very long summer. Very long um, summer. No, uh, so yeah, that's that. Top Gun Maverick made a lot of fucking money. That's so much money. That's insane. And it's very good that they didn't really like. It now just proves that Tom Cruise knows what he's doing. It's made four. It's made one point four billion worldwide. God damn. So. Far <laughs> out. How old is that man now? He's almost sixty. He's like fifty nine. God damn. And he's still got two more Mission Impossible films to come out. God damn. Tom Cruise is 60. Far out. Cool. He's, yeah. Isn't, oh. How good's Top Gun Maverick? How good is Top Gun Maverick? Yeah. Like, uh, Alex, some would say it's the, their film of the year. Yeah, some would say that. I agree. <laughs> right? I would have said that a week. I would have said that four days ago, Braden. Or you two days ago. You would have said that four days ago. I would have said that days ago. And would you still say that now? It depends. Are you baiting me to talk? What are we talking about here? I'm I'm reeling you in. I'm reeling you in. What have you watched? What have you watched? Are we not talking about Avatar now? (laughs) I was setting you up for the other one. Yeah, but I feel like we should, Avatar should be close to the top of the show. So we're going to leave you on that cliffhanger and now we're going to talk about James Cameron. Look, it was a really good segue, I think, for the purpose of the show. Great segue. Let's give props so to Braden. You did. Let's give props to Braden. Good segue, Braden. Oh my god. We enjoyed it. We All like right. the segue. Your We're... segue. You get. Don't worry. You're still gonna get the badge on your segue board. We're back <laughs> on Pandora. Pandora. Avatar two. Thirteen years We're on later. Pandora. We have it. Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Yeah, two thousand nine. Fourteen. Fourteen. Canonically, fourteen in the film. It's been fourteen in the film. Mm-hmm. His kids are 14, Brayden. Okay. His oldest son would be 14. The oldest son? Okay. Okay. Sure. 
So the whole game. We don't game's know how back. the Navi aged. We don't know how the Navi aged. Everyone died. Uh, are we preface? Is this spoilers? Are we doing spoilers? No, that's in the trailer. Everyone's back. No, but back. I'm saying, are we? Are we saying, are we gonna do spoilers? No, I don't think. Oh no, we're not gonna do spoilers. It's too early. So many people Should are we, gonna see this movie. Yeah. Can we not do like some spoilers? Soft spoilers. What if I do this? Here we go. Hang on. You keep talking. Okay. Talk about right. shit. What, were, what was your thoughts? You said you had a lot, so I'm interested to hear what you, you think. So I have a lot. Um, do you have a notepad with them all written down too? Uh, yes. It's called my forearm as I scratched it in <laughs> as we were watching the movie. Um, no. Uh, so uh, we all went and saw it because it released in Australia last night for us. Um, that is one of the reasons why we're recording this episode late because, hey, Avatar is one of the biggest films that's going to come out. We should review it um, and we should do it fairly quickly. Um, tell you what, uh, this film is visually stunning and beautiful and that's not a shock to anyone. It's the best film I've ever seen. Like, it's, seen. It's amazing. It visually the best looking film I've ever seen. It's now, Brayden, disgustingly you saw, wait, good. You saw it in 3D too, right? Yes. So, okay, cool. And how so far? As I found out, I think... 20 minutes before the film started, there's it was HFR. four different ways to watch this film. Yeah. So we, when I booked tickets the day the, the release, like yeah. the, you were able to book tickets, they only had 3D or not 3D. Yeah. And as I found out two days before going to see the movie, <laughs> there's also 48 frames HFR yeah. sessions of the film. So you can either go see the film in 2D, 48 frames, 2D, 24 frames, 3D, 48 frames, or 3D, 24 frames. Yeah. Now, ideally, I think if I go see the movie again, I'm looking at 3D, 24 frames. I would 1,000% agree with that. Uh, um, look, not that. I got very used to 48 frames. It took me a second to, to adjust. See, I didn't you know any get... of this until after the movie. Well, it, here's the thing. Some people, for some people, they just go, they might just think something's off, but they'll blame it on the 3D, like maybe hurting their eyes. Yeah. So um, this this is one thing that I, if we didn't know going in, Michaela Tom Cruise would hate this movie. All. By the way, Tom Cruise would hate this movie. By the way, oh, so much. He would he would hate video interpolation. Oh my which god! This movie this movie is made to look like when you've got true motion on your TVs. True motion basically <coughs> adds frames because you got your films that are shot at twenty four frames a second. In order to make video and like sports look smoother, most TVs come with a um, true motion or mm. a it just, like, uh, auto motion plus setting, yeah. which basically it kind of fills in the gap between the frames. So everything looks a bit smoother. Yeah. Now, obviously, when you've got normal films, which are filmed in 24 frames, and then you've got 48 frames, you know, it can, even though it's properly done, it can still seem jarring. Make it could still, yeah. everything can have this kind of smooth like effect on it because this is 30 we're, we're 30 frames at the moment yeah so so my main thing with the i saw it in high frame rate and my main thing with it is i wish the whole film was in 48 because it made the shots which they would cut to really randomly in the middle of an action scene that were 24 frames look like poo. It looked like it was buffering. There was one shot in the film that wasn't even 3D at all. Yeah, well, that's true. But, like, like... There was a shot with, like, some people almost drowning, and it, like, and it cut to just 
what I, I, I don't know, I didn't get the glasses off in time, but it which like when everything else is in 3D, yep. this one shot was definitely not in 3D. You can tell. Yeah. Uh, an- another shout out for a weird uh, effect choice uh, was the, um, the shot where uh, they're actually physically handling some leaves and it was, it was physical and it was real and it just, it, it took me out of it so much because everything else in this movie is CG. Then all of a sudden, it was real practical leaves. They were anyway. It was weird. Oh, I noticed no effects. By the way, like no jarring effects at all. No, no. Yeah. So the, the frame rate, one. the frame rate Fantastic did fuck me up with a bit. Visible, uh, visuals and CGI and everything. yeah, yeah. The the frame rate fucked me up a bit, and that sort of threw me. I I did I noticed it, and when like the only times I really disliked it was when it was in the middle of an action scene. 90% of the shots that they're cutting to are these incredible, smooth, beautiful 48 frames per second shots that just look stunning. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it would cut to like someone reacting to something that's happened on the battlefield and they would be in 24 frames per second in that shot. And all of a sudden it would just be like, oh, it just, it threw me. I'm, I'm again, I'm someone who notices that. Michaela didn't really notice it at all. She said she thought maybe like once or twice it did it. And I was like, oh, I was doing it a lot. But um, like, that's not a deal breaker. Like, I would just recommend people go see it in 3D 24 frames. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought the film looked absolutely gorgeous. I think. Um, yeah, I sorry, I'm in the middle of typing something. Um what's it called? The way of water, just way of water. Where the way, the way of water. They only uh, say it four times in the film. Did you count? No, I think they only say it two. I was They do. You're right. Because I counted. <laughs> of course you did. Um No, so look, I think beautiful looking film. I personally think the story for what it was did its job. Um, I think, you know, I was never bored by the film. I honestly think on a, on a rewatch, maybe I also very much felt like the movie was kind of Avatar 1 again. Yes, um, okay. I was thinking about it. The story, when you think about it, is very similar to the course of actions in number, but number one. I love Avatar 1, and I loved the water people, and I loved my camera going black, <laughs> and I loved... The water people and like everything was wicked. Uh, I'm really high on the visuals. Were incredible. Like, the un- the the underwater scenes, amazing. Raiden like, staying visually, real quiet. Are you not? Do you not enjoy the underwater or the underwater no, scenes? So, this, so this film from a where the plot and where the direction of this film went as a sequel, and like. The sheer, like, I went into this film with zero expectation. I was like, okay, I know it's going to be visually beautiful. I have no idea what the plot is going to be and, like, where they're going with this, especially with this, like, you know, they're doing three more movies after this. Like, I went in with very little expectations. I was like, okay, I'm open to whatever. The one thing I was concerned about going in was, I think it's weird that Sigourney Weaver is playing a child. And then... That character proceeded to be my most interesting character. Yeah, she was great. That's what I wish the whole movie was about. And anyway, so that's beside the point because that was like, again, that was my main concern. And then out of the end of the movie, I was like, that was the one part I really loved. 
Um, or at least found super interesting. I think, yeah, the direction of it was very strange. I described it straight after the film to Michaela. I turned and said, I feel like I just watched James Cameron's Wet Dream. Well, yeah. Because he, he, like, and I know there's a whole writing team and it's not just James Cameron making the movie, but I feel like James Cameron was, like, hovering over the writer's shoulders being like, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna push the whole franchise into the water, aren't we? Yes, yes. It's gonna be in water now. And and he's, he's like, we've gone from this like one of the most interesting parts of Avatar in the first one is when you get these glimpses of like, oh my god, there's so many other like uh, tribes and stuff that are living in different areas, uh, basically different biomes. And it's like, oh cool, that's really interesting, that's fascinating. And then it's like, cool, we're gonna go visit the water one for this one. And that's going to be like the focus. I get it. James Brayden, Cameron I loves think, water. I think we're going to go to the other ones, by the way. I don't I, think we're just hanging out in the water. I'm so worried because <laughs> like when he ends that, fi- like not to spoil, he says the line in the trailer, but like he prefers to it as a fortress. Yeah. And, and he quite seriously says that this is our fortress. I honest to God, am worried that James Cameron is just like, no. We're in no, the he's water talking now. about he's talking the family's the fortress. Oh, I fucking hope so, because Christ, if we get another movie in the water, I don't know if I can do it. Like, is really? that good, Brad? He, if that he if, just if wanted that comes... to make Titanic again. Well, mm. <laughs> there's there's shots in that movie that feel like they're shot well, for yeah, shot Titanic. Well, I mean, at the end when the boat's sinking, that's very much Titanic. Yeah, that was um, a bit much for me. There we go, Brad. Did you like that? Keep that on the screen. Yeah, I like that. But before before we jump into the (laughs) full spoilers, shall we? Shall we quickly knock off a rating because we don't know Braden's rating because he didn't rate it. True. I'm four out of five. I I have it on par with the first one. Um, I I thought the story was fine. Um, I love seeing Stephen Lang back. Um, I I had a lot of fun with him. Um. I uh, I I really enjoy this franchise. I enjoy the family aspect. I thought the characters in this one were really good. I thought that was one thing better in this one than in the first one. Mm-hmm. I thought the characters were a lot better. I cared a lot more about the kids um, than I thought I would going into it. Um, yeah, I just found I found myself connected with the characters in this one more than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I do think maybe a tad too long. Um, upon a rewatch, I think there's a big middle section of this film where we kind of spend training again because in the first film you spend it's jake training with the the navi to learn their ways when in this one it's him and his family training with the water navi to learn their ways it's so it like not to say it like in in a a demeaning way it felt like a shot for shot of the first film's scene only they were doing it double or no triple because you had jake his son and then the other training stuff that was going on as well, which I won't spoil in this bit. Like, it was just all three happening at the same time, but it was all the exact same as the first film. And I was just... Was so I don't think it was the, I don't think it was the exact same. I, no. I don't think I 100% agree with that. Okay. I, um, there's, there was, I like the, I I like I the think, water creatures. I like the world. I think as a, as a sequel, it, it did its job, in my opinion. It, you know, I... I enjoyed because in the first one i thought that the final battle battle was extremely large in scale 
Yeah. Um, whereas this one is much more smaller scaled. We got to spend more time. It's a lot more with personal. The characters more personal, and we spend more time with the character. We're able to spend more time with like most of the characters during this battle, and it's much more had much more impact than me than the end battle. Mm. The first one, I do think the last forty five minutes of this film is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I think it I mean, is, yeah, there's, there's no denying like the large action set pieces of this film. Not like only the will they melt your eyeballs out of your brain, like they're just they're really good. Uh, I'm at a scores. I'm at a four and a half. I'm I'm probably just still in awe of the visuals. I think that was the thing I'm like highest on. Like that literally blew me away. I was sitting there with my jaw being propped open. <laughs> um I think, yeah, the, all the family stuff being more personal, it has a lot more feels to it. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. you, still, you still had those, you still had, like, the sad bits in number one, but I feel like, obviously, this is a bit more personal because, like, obviously, it's affecting Jake because, obviously, it's Truly. more focused. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm very high on it. Brad, out of five? Out of five, I think at the moment, and again, this is coming off uh, me not entirely enjoying the experience of the high frame rate. I feel like seeing it standard, which I will be, I will be seeing it again because my pa and my entire family want to go see it. So, of course, I will be seeing it again, uh, which is a good opportunity for me to see it in not high frame rate, um, which definitely brought me down at least half a star, I would say. Uh, just guessing. Come we'll, on. We'll see. I'm sitting at like a three. I'm sitting at okay. a three. Yeah. I, I thought I, it was going to be lower, to be fair. No, no. Well, I, there was a moment when we were driving home, I was considering a two and a half, and then I was like, nah. It's too good to be a two and a half. He's, to me, it's worth the way. Everything he said about it, it's, it's, it's what he delivered. Yeah. Shall I, we chuck the spoiler warning up? Yeah, I feel like I feel like now that we've got the ratings out of the way, like the freedom to be able to talk about spoilers. For the audio I, listeners, I don't know, skip ahead maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Or just stop listening now, like honestly. Oh, what well, are you doing I, with yourself? Go see uh, the, go see it and then come back. Go see it, then come back and All listen right, to the rest. And, uh, um if you're watch out for watching, our, uh, or if you're audio listeners, if you're audio episode. listener, stop here. And go watch oh. the YouTube and then just find where on the YouTube is where the red text is off sure. the screen and then you'll be good to watch. That's it. Anyway, uh, for, for uh, video listeners, if you haven't seen the film and you don't want it spoiled, um, the red text is on the screen. Skip to a part. Or if you're watching it live, check back text. in when the red text is not on the screen. But here we are, Avatar, The Way of Water. Spoilers coming. Three, two, one. Who knocked up? Avatar Sigourney Weaver. That is the Who most <laughs> interesting part of this movie. Child Sigourney Weaver. Why is this whole movie not Clearly revolving it was just a- around It was just Awa that knocked her up. There's no dad. I mean, there's no that actual is, dad. No, so, Michael, that's my thing, is I was 100% thinking it's just Awa as well. But she's got white people hair. Did anyone else notice this? Yeah, but remember, she's coming from. But she was Weaver. from an avatar, so she's. Is it Norm? Why has she got white up? people hair? <laughs> so she was Sigourney Weaver's okay, avatar. No, also, while we're talking about hair, why do the military avatars have braids when we saw the baby avatars don't have hair on their tail, head tail things? Why are they keeping braids when they shave the rest of their head to be the buzz cut? Thing? Why, Brayden? 
Why is they got Because they, they have, have to have the braid. Because that's where that they have to have the braids. It's where the tentacle thing is. Yeah, but that's just at the end. Like, yeah, but they every avatar has to have that because yeah, that's where the, everyone has cut it off the halfway through. No, no, connects. I mean like they. But we saw the baby avatars. Like they don't need to have hair there. So when they're shaving, then it just the be a big. It look like it's why they keep the it, these. Are, these are nitpicks, Brayden. Oh uh, no, I just thought it was a weird choice. Uh, my favorite thing was uh, the the Avatar military man that had the speed, speed dealer glasses on. Oh Hoorah! my god! Uh, fucking speed dealer. Stephen Lang. I don't care how you bring Stephen Lang back. Bring him back. And, uh, uh, and Alex, they didn't care how they brought him back either. <laughs> hey, it wasn't. It wasn't the worst. I um, thought it. I I was on it. I went yeah. okay, James. I went. I went. All right. If if you want to bring him back, let's bring him back. You want to show me footage of Giovanni Ravici as well? Do that, please. Yeah, yeah. that for that one shot. Yeah. Um, um, I, lo- I gotta man. love when he's him when- crushing his own skull was sick though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll give you that. That's okay. So my other thing with this movie, it takes itself so seriously at times, it and then it, at, but then at other times it's the most corny, cheesy sci-fi bullshit. That's, like that is what that is, is James Cameron's melodramatic, walking? melodramatic dialogue. He loves it. It's so weird. Like um. Yeah, Stephen Lang still being the most despicable person in the world. He's just so irredeemably, irredeemably evil. But then mm. they're trying to give you this three-dimensional side of it at the end where he's like, oh, I kind of care about my not-son. Okay, so here's the thing with Spider. Um, fucking Spider. Jesus <laughs> so, fucking before we I go, thought, can, can we so, say how funny so, it is? This white boy just hissing constantly. Oh, my God. It's was Spider so not cold? Cringy. No, it's was just Spider funny. not cold? What? Spider... I wanted to get Spider like a rug or something. Oh my god! <laughs> like the whole thing. like the fact that he's with the the fucking military humans for so long and they don't put any clothes so, on him. So my my thing with Spider is I think the actor that played Spider did a great job. Gave it all. Gave it his all. Gave it all. I'm excited everything. to see him in more things. I didn't mind the character of Spider as a concept. This human child that gets <laughs> left behind, so he has to be raised with the new Avatar civilization. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of Spider. I don't think I'm down with Spider within five minutes of being with the military people laughing and, and being so on board with them. It is such a break in the character that we've been given. And um, it just doesn't make any sense. But there's only one thing they could have done to make it, make it sense at the end of the film, right? And it's, it's my biggest spoiler topic that I will talk about here. Okay, here we go. Is that Spider... Should have stayed with Stephen Lang at the end. Yeah. Oh, I, I, Ab- after rescuing him, that would have made his, his part in the film worth it for me with him hanging out with the Marines. Um, I don't understand why he went back with Jake and Natiri, seeing as Natiri threatened to kill him in front of Stephen Lang. Mm. I don't understand how he can just he can go back there and be like, she was going to murder me. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to her. I yeah, there's so many things around the whole Stephen Lang and Spider stuff. Anytime it cut Steve. to them, I love him. Anytime it cut to the two of them and anything they were doing, I just I couldn't give less of a shit. Oh no, I loved it. I still love them. <coughs> I, I enjoyed. I, I just think I every time Stephen Lang was on screen, I went beautiful. More Lang, please. Oh my god, it just I. Yeah, oh, I just... I, I don't get how you couldn't care about Stephen Lang. We love Stephen Lang in Avatar yeah. 1. Well, no, exactly. I love him in Avatar 1. I don't 
think I think you introduce a new interesting bad guy rather than just reusing the exact same bad like guy. But now they, he's blue. Human, they slightly are gonna did. Send... Like we got, we got, we got, we met like the new big head of the whole operation. Michael, if you're telling me the two minutes of screen time that old white woman got no, as a no. new bad guy, I swear oh, to Eddie God. Eddie Falcone. Excuse me, Eddie Falcone's fantastic. She deserved a bigger part in this film, and I hope she yeah. has a bigger part. That's in, not. I was just like a bigger part. They, they, film, you're right. They're trying to set her up as this bad baddie because like she's sitting there not giving a shit. No, but they then we don't see her. her at all after oh the they, two they times. Drop Stephen, they drop Stephen Lang off to do his, his do his mission, and oh they at the water place, and they completely forget about him. Her. Yeah. Oh. I think she'll pop up back in three. Look, um, that's the kind of excuse that the movie's got at the moment is that it's technically half a film. This is half a film. This um, is. So this this is my other point is uh from what I can see and what I can think of clearly like after seeing that film where the stakes have changed from the end of the last film is that now they have kids and they're in the water that's it cuz Stephen Lang on Stephen Lang's back that's that's all the stakes. They I don't know see. Stephen Lang's back. That's all that what's changed. They think Stephen Lang's dead. Again. Again. Okay. So also, why didn't Spider just fucking kill Stephen Lang? That would have been metal. Stephen, as Lang, well. Stephen Lang saved him at the end. Yeah, but he like, like th- he got a band. This is why Stephen Lang. This is why Stephen Lang should have, you know, it's not Stephen Lang's fault. He got abandoned. Whoever Stephen Lang was dead. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, like, yeah. I, I agree with that. But, like, the fact that Spider um, just suddenly turns around to not holding any kind of a grudge or anything. I think, I think he should have stayed with Stephen Lang. I think, I yeah, think that would, I would have enjoyed that more. I don't know. We still got three more of these left. Um, we do. And Braden's and, not excited at all. And I, I, Ava- I swear to God, if the next trailer, if the trailer for Avatar 3 is all water... And I love the reef people. They're really cool. I love them. They They're look great wicked. Designs. I like the design, yeah. They're great. I love the creatures in the water. Again, the world building of Pandora is great, and I would take an entire film of that. What about the $80 million vial that, that, that the, uh, stops human aging? The oh, aging. fucking don't. Oh, my God. It's the new, it's the new mineral they need to mine. What? <laughs> Oh, oh, I, oh, I. The couldn't... only thing I could think of when they explained that scene and they held up that vial and he went, "This is worth eighty million." I went, "Only eighty mil? Only eighty mil?" That's also what I. Oh my god! It has <laughs> like, so for the effort, and that was like I, was like, I reckon this, James this was saying aging. afterwards. He's like, you can... "That was a clean run. Nothing went wrong." You like you literally have a like, I. <laughs> <laughs> that bit frustrated me to all hell. Like, not what? Not only are we getting this almost torture porn esque of whaling and going inside of a dead whale thing, and it's this being... is to show us that whaling is bad. I... Oh wow, it's twenty twenty two. Thanks, James. Didn't know whaling was bad. I reckon I did assignment back in about two thousand ten on why whaling God. was bad. But like this is what he did in two thousand nine. He released Avatar, which is all about the dangers That's and what... deforestation. And now yeah. we've got Avatar, where it's like this is why we need to protect. Yeah, uh, it seas. feels like it was written in two thousand nine. 
I wonder why. Like, honestly, I was sitting there and, like, Michaela couldn't watch the entire scene. And we're talking about the 10-minute sequence of the action of them murdering this mother whale with the calf right there and then going in and harvesting part of it. Yeah, it made you hate them, didn't it? To teach us that whaling's bad. Thanks. I just, it, it rubbed me. The, the second they did the exact same scene as this is unobtainium, it's worth money. It just made unobtainium me. is worth more money though. I know. Than, than Why aren't they just my, like, oh, humans can live forever with this. No one, what? What are you talking about? You've got cryo sleep and like you're a future, like, what is going on? What are the priorities of this, this humanity that you're given? I also love the diversity because they're like, hey, every human can be a bad guy, but we're all very two-dimensional bad guys. Raiden didn't like Avatar The Way of Water. I have a lot of problems with the plot. It's very visually beautiful. And I, I, I want, ah, I, I pitched Michaela. I just had a blast with the movie. I pitched Michaela on an idea for where the plot could have gone just with much more of a focus on Sigourney Weaver's character. And... Which they probably will. They never. We never got back to her. Oh, I hope so. Hits. I hope Avatar Three is fucking oh, all yeah. about her. Just the, just the, like a. Bro, oh, my favorite she was, thing. She can my, hear a heartbeat. My, oh no, she was just no, having no, a stroke. That was my favorite thing. Is when they're just like she's just. They're just like oh she can she's got a connection with with Ava. <laughs> she, you know she can feel the heartbeat. She's like you know she's got this strong connection with the with the our, our big spirit. Yep. And then the doctors come in and go. No, she's got brain damage. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, cool. The, the, so the human doctors who couldn't revive her in any way are telling them that their religion spirit thing, which is very clearly real because it affects everything in the first film, and then that they use their spiritual healing and it works. At that point, you would just I go, was waiting for... Sigourney Weaver's character to have an epileptic fit under the water at the end. And that was going to be like a, a tacked on issue. But oh, as like it. a problem. Oh yeah. no. So we, we had literal, we had, so we had literal Chekhov's gun. We had Chekhov's whale and we had Chekhov's uh, air fairy wings underwater. The oxygen wings. Yeah. The oxygen yeah. wings that so we had. We had three Chekhov's in this one. They set it up though. Avatar The Way of Water, two, two out of three of us really, really, really enjoyed it. One of us hated it. I didn't hate it. You sound like you did. You've just never he hasn't said anything very positive. passionate about the things I have issues with. That's yeah, we've heard, I haven't heard anything positive, Brayden. Okay. No, he, liked, he liked the sea monsters. That's <laughs> sea creature, sorry. He enjoyed long. the sea monsters. It was too long. It was too long a movie. I didn't feel the length at all. I didn't feel the length, but I could tr- trim 10 minutes out of the film. Michaela turned to me at one point. I can't remember what it was. She turned to me at one point and just went, I just so happened to glance at my watch. We are only an hour into this movie. So you never felt anything like that. Uh, my watch wasn't even on me. I took it off. Um, I didn't want to know. Exa- I didn't want to know any. to get in the water. Naked. Um, I didn't want to know any, any timestamps or like um, possible run times of where we were in the film mm. and I it flew by and I had a blast with this. I'm really happy for you, Alex. This I agree with him. I also did best have my cinematic this is yeah, the best looking film I've ever seen. True. It was one of the best cinematic experiences I've ever had. 
um, with the film, just because how beautiful it was. The 3D was incredible. 3D was incredible. And I hope James Gunn, I hope Hollywood put a lock on 3D and only James Gunn, only James Cameron. James Cameron's the only person allowed to make 3D movies. I would also be completely okay with that. Yeah. I, you know, every 13 years we get a 3D avatar. Now the next avatar comes out in two years. I've already filmed it. Um, I love it. I'll, it's I'll, in post-production. I'll, I'll accept that when I see it. It's, it's <laughs> avatar filmed, 2 was meant to happen so long ago. It, so they filmed 3. It's in post-production now. And they've already filmed parts of 4. See, that's also what concerns me. Because that sounds like if they were filming them a lot around the same time, probably using that water a lot i'm real Look, i'm sure there's going to be water in there but i don't think i'm really we've, concerned, we've, guys. we've, we've done the, the film we, we won't be the focus anymore because we've done the focus of the water they've learned the waterways number two won't be we're here in the water the water might be around but I'm, I'm i don't really think concerned. it's gonna i think we've I done think, the water i think james cameron might be eight it might get a little bit too wanky with it. If it he likes water. water. We all know James Cameron. He filmed, he's filmed three movies now and I get, based in water. I get a director and a creator, like, having a passion and a niche. Man, in his spare time, just goes under sea diving yeah. and submarine diving. There was one joke I made during the movie where, uh, as it was leaning into the, like, as it when it literally, the, the child gets pulled into the boat at the end when the water's rushing into the boat and the Titanic scene starts. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I turned to Michaela and said, if you look really carefully, you can actually see James Cameron dragging the child into the water. To create the Titanic scene. Hey, it looked beautiful it and did. I had a lot of fun with that action scene at the end. That's all that matters to me. I mean, the the says anything else. I thought it was a blast. And that was all of our thoughts on Avatar The Way of Water. The spoiler symbol is off screen. You can now return. Welcome back if you didn't want to know all of that. Guys. Man, I can't believe Meryl Streep showed up. Meryl, hey, I can't believe... You know Kate Winslet was in that film? I do, yeah. and let's th not talk about it. You don't like Kate Winslet? It felt really whitewashy to me. Oh, really? And I get that it's a, I get that it's a reference and like, a, oh, she was in Titanic. You get, you get it? See? I think he just hired an actor he thought was good. Yeah, I know. Actress. It just felt really whitewashy to me. That's just me. Most of the it. actors that play the Avatar are white. Yeah, the, the crossbreed ones. Like, yeah? like the crossbreed ones are white. Anyway, yeah, whoa. Anyway, okay. yeah. Let's let's not go into that. We're we're too white uh, for this conversation. Anyway, I watched some movies yesterday. Go oh yeah, I watched, uh, Avatar: The Way of Water, guys. <laughs> oh wow, Michael, are you enjoying <laughs> Wednesday? I am. I am. Let let me get through the last episode, <laughs> and I will tell it all. <laughs> oh, you're up to but the last episode? I am up to the last episode, and I'm, like, chomping at the bits to watch it. Yeah, I, I know, it's cool such a good show. last hey. episode, a promise, or, a, or maybe a thing was made by Brayden, a certain movie he was going to watch by this episode. He does this a lot, and... What movie was that? We already forgot. The promise. Everyone's favourite bear. We didn't... Oh, we Paddington. Didn't watch, we didn't watch Paddington 2? Ah, oh, Paddington 2. Well, no, because whenever Mikhail and I got an opportunity to watch something, we were either watching Wednesday 
or going and seeing Avatar? Well, I am gonna. I want Paddington. I want Paddington to Choppy. You watched the movies. I did. I watched Paddington. No, um, <laughs> I watched. I watched a new. I watched some new, 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 new films. I saw them in theatres, one hundred percent. Sat down, bought Alex my ticket. Alex flew overseas and mm-hmm. saw them in theatres. Saw these films. Well, you know what? Some reviewers I really respect have said their have said their pieces on this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say my piece on this. Go I love movies. It. I enjoy movies. If you made your movie available for me to watch now, like you do everywhere else, I will absolutely pay my money. Here it is. Make this. Mo- I will watch this. Thank you. But if you release a motherfucking movie in America and you have it available in America two months before you have it made, made available in Australia, fair game. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with that. And you know what? When that movie comes out here, I will still pay for it. I will buy the Blu-ray. I will rent it on VD, uh, VOD. I'll probably still go see it in theaters. I was going to say, you will enough. probably go see it in theaters. I, I, I know you. You will do mm-hmm. that. So I that's that's me justifying why I might sail the high seas. Yeah. Anywho, I sailed the high seas yesterday, and and what did you find at, on your ventures? And I was in. I had my net, and I went. What's that in the water? Oh, the way of the water. Yeah, I was getting ready for Avatar, looking at the water. Got and in I went, the water. And I went, and I put my net in the water, and I fished it out, and I went, oh my god. The Banshees of Isharun. Where did, where did how'd this get in the water? 1080p. And then I and, and then I looked in the water again and I went, What's that? And I had to go a bit deeper for this one. And I went in there. Yep. And it came out with my net and I went, The Fablemans? Oh. Whoa. 1080p again. Wow. Oh my god. What was went, he doing down there? I went, oh, there's a there's a there's a 4K. 2180 uh, copy there. Uh, no, 2160 copy there. Yeah. But it was too heavy. I couldn't get it out of the water. Oh, too heavy. Too, too heavy. So, and then Bones and All came oh, there floating was, across. There was a Timothy Chalamet yeah, that floated Chalamet. up. There was Timothy Chalamet in the it water. Was three. Uh, and I went, I went like this. I went, oh, that, that one was in the local <laughs> cinema and I could actually pay to go see that one. But then it floated in my net, so I took it anyway. <laughs> That one was out of my control. It just fell in my neck. Oh, I um, mean, yeah. You, you know, when the fish are jumping in, you, you can't. All right. So I watched three films yesterday, four including after. Incredible. I watched, God, what I a busy day. My, I know. I watched The Fablemans. I watched The Banshees of Isherin. I think I'm saying it right. Yeah. And then I watched uh, Bones and All. Bones and All, it got, <laughs> I stopped in it with an hour left to go see Avatar and I came back and watched the last hour. Oh. I feel, um, did that, how did that color your experience watching that film, Alex? I need to watch Bones and All again in one sitting. <laughs> um, I want to talk about these movies though, because two of them are two of my favorite films of the year and Bones and All is still pretty good. Um, <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, Banshees of Isherin is the director behind some of my favorite films as Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, In Bruges, and Seven Psychopaths. Mm. He's reteaming, Martin Madonna is reteaming, Martin Madow, whatever you say his name, is reteaming with Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell from In Bruges, and he's adding Barry Keoghan on mm. uh, this time. And Kelly Condon's in it, which you might, no one here will recognize, but she's fantastic. All four are Irish born actors. 
yeah. in this film that's extremely Irish. Love that. If you if you can't understand Irish, you put subtitles on because there's this movie's bleeding bleeding green. <laughs> um, uh, this movie is a dark comedy. It's a black comedy about two friends that um go through a bit of a dispute, and uh, it is a delight. Colin Farrell is absolutely fantastic in this movie. This movie is funny. It's heartbreaking. I was laughing. I was crying. Um, I thought it's such a tightly paced and well-written film. Uh, I Colin Farrell, he, I would love him to win the Oscar. I think Brendan Fraser's probably going to win it. Oh, um, yeah, for his really depressing movie, which I've heard yeah. is kind of really rough. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think I thought this movie was absolutely fantastic. I loved every second of it. And my camera's gone black. <laughs> and. No, boys. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for three other movies this year that were either equally or better, it would be my number one. God damn! The uh, the uh, top of the charts for you uh, have been a uh, wild ride. Yeah. Insert, Let's talk about insert segue that I did like half an hour ago. Now let's talk about what has now become my number one film of the year. Huge. Because, this is, because there was something that was living there for a long time. Top Gun, he was, Tom Cruise was on the top, and everyone thought, wow. It's not coming down. Can, and can anyone dethrone Maverick? Spielberg can dethrone, dethrone Maverick. Man, he can do it. You throw, like, one of the biggest names in film, and funny enough. Never bet against Spielberg. He is the GOAT. The Fablemans, ladies and gentlemen, is the semi-autobiographic film based on the early years of Steven Spielberg. He, he is represented through the character of Sammy Fableman, who is a Jewish, who is a Jewish born in a Jewish, he's got a Jewish family. Yeah, he's Jewish. <laughs> you got there, you got there eventually. <laughs> they love the candles, they love their eight nights. It's, they... Stop, stop right now. Um, it's almost like you were like, you were starting to describe the character, but then you got like stuck and didn't know what else to say. <laughs> um. He, yeah, he and we we follow him and his love from film, and I'm not sure if this will hit. This might be, this might resonate with Braden more than Michael. There's so many scenes in this film that have been ripped out of my life. Oh, um, there's oh, there's man. there's you know they spent so long at really film wanted, <laughs> There there was um there's the I dad. Remember, I remember when you yeah. won the Oscar for Schindler's List. Thanks, man. Um, now, this movie stops uh, before he's even anyone. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Um, this literally explores from him to the year after high school. Cool. Um, a, v- a real so coming-of-age film. It's a coming-of-age story. It's Spielberg doing it. It's magical. Good. Um, as a someone who grew up loving film, who, you know, once had dreams about being in this industry. Which is now oh, crushed. Don't don't say um, that, Alex. There's always a chance. Um, look, it, so many things just felt real yeah. and like impacted me. I think the the thing this film does the best is you're always in Sammy's shoes. You oh, always cool. you always feel what he's feeling. Um, his his it's surrounded by a cast that are incredible, including Michelle Williams as his mother, Paul Dano as his dad, Paul Dano, Seth Rogen as his dad's best friend, okay, uh, Judd Hirsch. 
Yeah, Seth Rogen's great in it, not distracting at all. Cool. Um, like yeah, there's... Uh, I'm sure I'm missing others, but um, truly incredible film. There's scenes where his dad keeps calling his dream a hobby, Ooh. and even though he wants to make it a career, he keeps calling it a hobby. Yep, and that like, hits home. Yep. Um, so there's stuff like that that really just hits you. Mm. Uh, I adore this film. I fell in love with this movie. You know, there's scenes in this film that, as as someone who loves film, where you see a movie and you have, you're obsessed with it. Mm. You see a new, like, you, 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 they capture that experience of he saw a movie when he was a kid and it's all he thought about for the longest time. Yeah. So we wanted to do, it's all he wanted to talk about. So anything he did was inspired by what he saw in this film. And I'm assuming it's, it's that experience of not wanting to, like, be in the movie or, like, experience to create the, the world magic. that's in the movie. It's the questions of, like, how did they do that? I want to talk to mm. them and figure out what they meant by this bit. Like, that behind-the-scenes feeling. Like the, From the moment, the character work is so well done. In the opening sh- scene of this film, you follow a very young Sammy Fableman going to the, his first-ever film cool. with his parents. Um, uh, I think it's called The Greatest Show on Earth is the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a scene where both his parents explain to him what a film is and you've got his dad who is very scientific he's yep. a it he's an engineer and his mum's a piano player yeah so you got you, one you, stem his, and one art yeah you've got his dad who explains to him the magic of how films are made yeah he talks about how it's 24 still images yep. that your mind puts together to make motion and create mm. Like he he explains that yeah part of in, it. introducing really the technicalities and the realities. But of his mum comes over. He goes, "Films are dreams," oh. and they're just like, and she and from that from that scene there, you know exactly where both the parents stand. Yeah, and like that's a, that is better character work than in all of Avatar: The Way of Water. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, well, I mean, yeah, because not only does that introduce you to the core tenets of the parents, it shows you mm-hmm. exactly how both of them flew in and impacted him. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that's, that sounds excellent. Yeah. So much of the film, it, it's incredible. It is such, I gave it five out of five. Mm. Um, absolutely adored it. <laughs> it's my number one it. of the year. I gave it three and a half. <laughs> yeah, I gave it two, it's fine. Top Gun's better, but whatever. Um, <laughs> look, um, can't wait to watch it again. Two and a half hours, didn't feel it. Uh, I was so engrossed and wrapped up in it. Um, if you like film, you got to watch it. Mm. Um, and yeah, Spielberg, you never, never bet against him. Yeah, that's it. The he goal? makes great shit. West Side Story last year. Now he's got the Fablemans this year. Yeah. I hope it wins Best Picture. I think it should. Yeah, Alex, he should win Best Director. You're, you're an incredible uh, Spielberg fan. Um, you've watched all of his films, have you not? What? <laughs> Sorry, is there a question? Oh, uh, sorry. Did, did my mic cut out? Did did uh? Did, did oh, the, I think it internet did. dropped. Internet dropped. Yeah. What? Uh, Alex, oh, what'd you say? Yeah, Alex, you've uh, you've watched uh, you've watched all of Spielberg's films, right? Michael, he's cutting out again. As a, yeah, I'm sorry, Brayden. I'm really sorry. Yeah, uh, Michael, they're cutting all, out. I think that's all the time we have today. <laughs> it's actually not because we got a, we got a bit more. To, it's a long one. I know. There's sorry, more? Boys. There's more. Oh my um, god. I feel Bones like it was great. Um. <laughs> Director of Call Me By Your Name re- reuniting with um Timmy with Timothy Chalamet. It's a love story about cannibals. It's 
<laughs> oh, that's what it's about. Okay. Yeah. It was a love story about, um, they're not cannibals by choice. They, it's kind of almost like a vampire aspect where they're born that way, craving it. They can't help themselves. They have to eat it, oh. um, to sustain the hunger. Different cannibals have different abilities like scent and okay. that. It's it's they look. It, I'm sure it's fantastic it's when you watch it. It's got some more supernatural vibes. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Mark Mark Rylance is fantastic in I it. I thought you were about to say Mark Ruffalo, and I was like, <laughs> that's the weirdest addition to a cast I've seen. Yeah. Uh, Mark Rylance, great in it. Um, no. Yeah, no, it was really solid. It was really solid. Okay. Michael, how's Wednesday? Quickly. Oh, wait, you said you're going to. I did. I did. I did jump through, but I'll, once we all talk more uh, next week, I will have also finished it by then. So but you haven't finished Good. it either, Braden. No, I still got I still got two more episodes. Yeah, I'll probably watch Andor by next week. So good! Oh my god, Alex, watch Andor, man, so good. It's it's a good. It's a good one. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! What? Guys, I'm making a quick change just because we don't all feel passionate about it. Oh, Alex is changing something and not describing what it is, which is excellent for podcasting. It's great for podcasting. Um, all right. I have a book on podcasting. I haven't read it. <laughs> Neither have I. Um, Can you tell? Look, <laughs> guys, we got some nominees to announce. Oh, yeah. the nominees! Bringing back a classic. Bringing back a Event. classic, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 2022 MMT Awards. We will be posting these publicly, looking prettier, prettier, more pretty. Yeah, um, we'll give somewhere. them a nice little design, and it'll look great on an Instagram post. <laughs> Guys, are you ready to hear the nominees? Yes. And the nominees are... For Best Show of 2022, the MMT Movie Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you instantly prefaced that. <laughs> and your nominees are... The Bear, Better Call Saul, Andor, Severance, and House of Dragon. Hot D. Uh, missing in contention this year. We love some honorable mentions. Cobra Kai. Look, Cobra oh. Kai had to take a back seat. Um, you know, Moon Knight didn't didn't make it through. Yep. Uh, I want to give a shout. I want to give a shout Marvel to properties. Wednesday. I want to give a shout to Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. I, I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah. Honorable mention. A very a Stranger Things. Comer. Stranger Things just missing out. Yeah, Stranger Things mm. season, which is a big, the big snub. But if uh, look. There were some great shows. Medical Soul just finished its final run, and yeah. it was incredible. Uh, House of Dragon had a really hot start. Um, Severance was one of the most refreshing out of and nowhere interesting shows. At, yeah, yeah. Andor proved that Star Wars can still be entertaining. Who'd have um, thought that they could do good Star Wars after all these? And years? the Bear proved that you can make an effective drama in thirty-minute episodes. Incredible. Oh, also, I didn't know that they were 30 minute episodes. Are you kidding me? That's doable. Yeah, yeah you can do that. You oh, can man, watch the bear. I can totally do that. Ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to the film nominations. Films. Starting with best streaming movie. These are <laughs> movies that were streaming on their respective on sides. On the streamers. From Netflix, we have Hustle. Hustle. Adam Sandler coaching basketball. Coaching basketball. From Disney Plus. Or Hulu, wherever you live, we have Prey. Prey. Uh, oh, I didn't, we didn't even talk about this this episode. Jeez. Um, Jill, uh, Del Toro's Pinocchio. 
Oh, that's right. You did watch that. How was it? Did watch it. Fantastic. Ooh. Everyone's got to watch it. Okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll try if, and watch if it. Way of, if Way of Water is the best looking feature film, like live mm. action film I've seen this year, Pinocchio is the best animated film I've ever seen. Okay. Like, okay. In terms of look wise. And it's also just amazing. Yeah. Uh, it'll make you cry. Enola uh, Holmes 2, yeah. best streaming film. And Turning Red from Disney yeah. Plus. In the in the category of Let It Die, we have <laughs> I love these titles, by the way. We have Jurassic World Dominion. It's time to put Black that, Adam. Time to put it to rest. Time yeah. to put the rest. Black Adam. It has been put to rest now. Well, I mean, um, yeah, they beat us to it. Fantastic Beast Three. No oh, thanks. No more. We've had enough. Uncharted. No. Oh. Tom. You still got Spider Man. Bless. And Harry Styles' acting career. <laughs> Time to put it to rest, guys. Let Just, it die. Yep. We, we don't, we don't to need singing, Star Harry. Fox to show off stick in Stick to the singing MCU. and stick to your, your crowd work. Yep. Stick to that. Stip, mm. Stick to being horny on main and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Spitting on Chris Pine. Yep. Stick to that. Stick with that. We have an oldie but a goodie. Best attempt for the Oscar. That's it. We have Elvis. That's definitely 13 Lives, attempt. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, She Said, and The Fablemans. Yeah. That, These are all movies that are gunning for that Oscar. They're going for They it. are. They really are. New category. And you probably heard us, or me at least, say this about a lot of films this year. It's just a little bit of fun. <laughs> We've heard you in say the, this about a lot of movies. In the Just a Bit of Fun Award, <laughs> we, the nominees are Violent Night, Spirited, the unbearable weight of massive talent, That's bullet the train, one? yeah, yep. <laughs> bullet train, and jackass forever. Those just all a bit fit of fun that category very well. I've they heard, are a bit of fun. I've heard a lot of people really enjoying Spirited now as well. Spirited's seen a it. lot of fun, but uh, just, I've heard a lot a bit of people of fun. saying it's going in just their Christmas rotation now. Yeah, it probably will. It's a lot of fun. People should watch it. Mm-hmm. All right, in the weight. This didn't suck. No. The, uh, category. The really unexpected, n- not bad. Yeah. Jackass Forever. You know, none of the Jackass films have been bad, but we all thought, because it's been so long and they're so old, this could suck. The odds were stacked against. Michael Bay, bad track record for film. Ambulance, didn't suck. Yeah. Wow. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. We were all worried. Straight to Disney Plus movie. So shocked this one didn't suck. Didn't suck. Minion Rise of Gru. While some of us thought it might have sucked, Rotten Tomatoes is here to remind (laughs) us it didn't suck. Okay, Okay. so that one isn't actually our opinion. No, that's that's everyone else's opinion. opinion. A lot of people like this movie. Okay. And the Predator prequel, Prey. It didn't suck. Oh, my God. Like, nothing about it beforehand, out of really nowhere, and it was just excellent. It was really solid. Ladies and gentlemen, we're moving into some acting and some performance nominations. Performers. Nominated for a new category we have this year. We now know your name. <laughs> I or love we know this your na- category. Or we know your name now. We know your name now. We have, we have Brandon Perrara. Or Pira, however you say your name, Pereira? Brandon. Pereira? We, Pereira. We may not, we may not be able to pronounce your name, but we, but know, we know your name. <laughs> For Nope, playing Angel. Excellent, uh, out of nowhere character. 
and such an excellent Braden, performance. You can say this next nominee because <laughs> I'm not saying his name. We've just listed people who we know your name now, but we're bad at pronouncing them. Uh, this one is uh, Tanok Huerta, I believe, um, from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Black Panther. Uh, who plays Namor? The incredible Namor or Kukulkan. They call him Kukulkan. Great, Winston Duke. Uh, well, Sorry, yeah. Shout out to Winston Duke. You're, I don't think you're in any awards this year, but we love you. You're amazing. We love you, Tatiana Maslany for She-Hulk. We know her name now. She oh was my good god, in She-Hulk. Tatiana Maslany. Joseph, just excellent. Joseph Quinn stole and broke our hearts this year as oh, Eddie from Stranger my Things. God, just stole the entire internet for like a month. And then Mia Goth for X and Pearl playing. Pearl in both the films. I think we now know your name, Mia Goth. We now know your name. She is like also I've you got seen, a perfect name for horror films. I've seen her face all over the internet, mm-hmm. just all year. But now you know her name. Now I know her name. If if you've tuned into the MMT Awards before, we don't separate actors and acting categories by gender. What's a you're gender? all actors? You're if all you're, actresses. If you're good, you're all you're, you're, good. you're performers. Your performers. I'll talk you to know. you about an agenda, and that's my agenda yeah. to destroy gender. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between, hey. here are the nominees for Best Supporting Performance. Mm-hmm. From the, we know, Everything Everywhere All at Once came out this year. Which is and crazy that that came out this year. Yep, that's the words. <laughs> Nominated for Best Supporting Actor, we'll, we'll give it to you. Um, maybe, maybe the people decide, not us. Um, we, you know, you could get it from us, but we're giving you a nom because the Golden Globes didn't. Stephanie Hsu. I hope mm. you said your name right. Or it could be Stephanie Sue. It could mm. just be that. We don't know. We'll find out soon when the Oscars nominate you, hopefully. For everything, everywhere, all at once, playing the daughter. Who name I'm forgetting at the moment. Yeah, but also like no yeah. spoilers. Becky, but the no Becky's the, Becky's her her partner. Oh my god! Um, such a standout Angela, performance. Angela Bassett for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. God, that woman can wow. cry. Almost nominated for best. For, uh, almost nominated for now. We know your name, or we know your name now. Is Kiki Palmer for Nope? Kiki Palmer. Good work, Kiki. Nope. Oh my More, God. Most of us actually knew your name before, which is why you weren't eligible for it. Yeah, you, you, you have been good old Disney for Channel. A while. Janelle Monet for Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Yeah. Well done, Janelle. You knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we we knew you from your your music and everything as well. Yeah. But uh, fantastic. It turns out, fucking good. For everything, everywhere, all at once, a second nomination supporting performance. Kaylee Kwan for playing Raymond or Raymond in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. You were fantastic. Welcome back to acting. Welcome mm. back. It's a big, Pulled, big introduction back. Big oh introduction my. back. Paul Dano had a big year this year. A huge year for Paul yeah. Dano. He was originally nominated. <laughs> I just for looked at role. what you did too. <laughs> yeah. There. <laughs> you know, he was originally nominated for this role for the for the Batman because mm-hmm. he was great and as the Riddler. He, he was great as a Riddler, but guess what, guys? He was even better in the Fablemans. Nominated for the Fable Batmans, Paul Dano. <laughs> Congrats, Paul Dano! You definitely worked hard for it. 
Yeah, congrats, Alex, for putting that in there. Stephen Yun got nominated for Nope. He was great. We love Stephen Yun for Stephen Nope. Yun. Just such he an did interesting best. character performance. His, his yelling across the field acting was incredible. Man, that mm. man can yell. He got a set of Ladies lungs and gentlemen, on him. And the final nominee for Best Supporting Performance, Vigo Mortensen, 13 Lives. Well done, Vigo. You probably won't win, but you're good in this movie. Mm. Very tough role. Mm-hmm. Very tough role. Got to depict that Moving real life scenario. Best performance. Ooh, the big Look, one. The, the big one. One of the big ones. The Oscars, they keep saying your name out there, but we'll, we'll put you in for ours. Austin Butler, Elvis. I think I'm the only one here that's seen Elvis. I think yes. you were. Oh, did Chris yeah. watch it as well, maybe? On the plane he watched, yeah. That's right. Uh, Elvis. Uh, the movie was, the last half of the movie was excellent, but Austin, if there was one thing that was consistently great throughout, it was you. Oh, that was cute. Oh. I want you, I want oh, you to sh- clip that and send that to him on Twitter. Send it to him. Michelle Yeoh, everything, everywhere, all at once, being the incredible, incredible actress that she was, playing Evelyn, well done, Michelle Yeoh, well done. Oh, just well done. Mia Goth for Pearl, she was in We Know Your Name Now, Yep, but she's also in here, it was a good enough performance, this is for Pearl, not for X, Mia Goth, you killed it. This year we got a new Batman. What? A new Batman this year? Robert Pattinson, you've been nominated for Best Performance. Robert Pattinson, my grandpa doesn't like you as Batman, but my God, I love you. Does your grandpa not like you as Batman? I just talked with my, I explained the whole DC situation to my pa earlier, and he was like, oh, they're keeping Robert Pattinson as Batman. Oh, not Pattinson. Mind you, he is from a very different generation, uh, so... Like well, this year we got a new we got a new Batman this year. We also got a new Black Panther. Latita Wright, you've been nominated for best performance. You killed it. Latisha, man, girl, you can cry. You, you can, can also cry, cry a lot, mm. but you can also bring a really interesting performance to someone who's like really trying to walk an ethical and moral line. Ladies and gentlemen, our final three for best performance: Adam Sandler. You're back. You're back. We love you. You're back again. Hustle was great. Hustle was great. I called it The Hustle in the Excel spreadsheet, which I shouldn't have. I love that. Adam Sandler, you're back again, because obviously, like, you were there. Uncut Gems. And then you went away, and then you came back for Uncut Gems, and then you went away away. again. Now you're back. Now you're back. Who would have thought? Hey. Hey. Who loves mysteries? Uh, Mate. Because there's no mystery. Well, put your hand down. If you love mysteries, you're not going to like this because there's no mystery why Daniel Craig's been nominated for best performance because he's nailed it in Knives Out. Benoit Blanc. Ah, sorry. Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. There you go. And rounding off the best performance category, Colin Farrell. Hey. Excellent in the Banshees of Isherin. A new edition from Alex last night. And guys, here it is. The big one. The best picture. Are you ready? That is the big one. Topping off the list of best picture here, we have Top Gun Maverick. Whoa. The most also financially have, successful yeah. film, I assume. This movie could have also fit into, wait, this didn't suck? Very true. It could have fit in there as well. Mm-hmm. Number two, everywhere, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Hey, guys, two days ago, these, these top two here were my top two on Letterboxd. Yep. Now they're not. They lasted a while. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, number three, the Batman. We love the Batman. We loved it. Shame that didn't get nominated for best score at the Golden Globes, but okay. Oh, I haven't um, looked at best score, but the fact that that's not has made me very sad. At number four, nope. nope. We say yes to this one. We do say yes to nope. At number five, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. You made it, Ryan Johnson. You're in ours. <laughs> at number six. <laughs> Again, somehow, uh, like, high expectations and a high bar to reach. We didn't suck. Black Panther Wakanda Forever getting nominated for Best Picture as well. A real well tough, real tough one to thread the needle on. Yeah, we got it in though. Good movie. The, uh, the Fablemans coming in at number seven. Seven nom. Welcome it might to be on uh, next year's for Australians, but uh, yeah, it's, it's here. On number, it's on ours. Because it should be released worldwide. <laughs> Speaking of that, the Banshees of Isherin. Oh, there it rounding is. Off, yeah, rounding off our best picture. That's it. That's the nominees. Our best picture. Top Gun Maverick, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, The Batman, Nope, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Fablemans, and The Banshees of Isherin. God damn. What a year. I think, that, have... I think that's pretty good timing to get to the end because you got your heat thing at the top. Yeah, oh, it's been going on for a bit of the nominees. Anyway, I'm hot, right? I'm, I get hot over these. Alex has Alex um, worked up. He's having a I'm great actually, time. I'm sweating a bit. Um, Guys, that's it. That's the nominees for the 2020 MMT Awards. 2020? Oh my god, we're doing it again. Sorry, 2022. Yeah. 2020 rolls off the tongue a lot better. Um, True, we should, just, uh, we should just go back. Go back. That's pandemic year. Um, yeah, I know. Let's, I'm saying let's just do it again, but different this time. Reroll. Yeah, we get to anyway, reroll this one. I think, I think wow. What a, what a good <laughs> list of nominees we have here. Yeah, I think I think wow! I put a screen on here that doesn't exist. Wow! What a dramatic reveal this is going to be. Wow! wow. There it is. There we are. There are all your nominees for best best film of the year. Oh, bet with MMT awards. The MMT it's awards late. for twenty twenty two. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this episode of Millennial Movie Talk. Is there anything else anymore? I watched Hangover one and two. They'll find. I've um, got nothing. I think I'm ready to. I think we're that. done. God damn it. Brain? God of War Ragnarok's good. That's all I got to say. Yeah. It feels like a movie sometimes. Anyway, everyone, thank you for watching this episode of Lemon Movie Talk. Don't forget to check our socials out for this uh, Survey Monkey uh, list coming out soon, where we will be, you'll be able to vote. You, the people, vote on what's going to win each award. We, the people? We do that here. Us? Us. Ladies and gentlemen. Once again, thank you for listening. Check us out on all of our socials. Check us out on our Patreon. We uh, upload a lot more to YouTube now. Check those reactions out there. Uh, you have all of our Twitter handles, all of our Instagrams down at the bottom. Uh, yeah, always come in, have a chat with us in stream. Mm. We do it live. You can talk to us. You can have a chat. And uh, yeah, as always, I'm Alex. I'm Brayden, and we also do podcasts. We do podcasts. And I'm Michael. Please add me on Facebook. <laughs> and we're out here. Goodbye, you maggots. <laughs>